guys, this is Crimson. And this is Swan. Season three is here. And we'd love to know what you think of the stories. Even if it's bad. So leave us a comment. Or give us a thumbs up. Thank, Thank you. you. With this key, you unlock the world to your dreams. What lies beyond could be the doorway to Nightmare. Come in. Welcome. I'm your host through the doorway to Nightmare. Have you ever taken a dare? You know, when you were younger and perhaps less vulnerable, where you never once thought about the consequences. Are you insane? It's quite simple. You spin the cylinder. There is only one bullet. You then hand me the gun, and I shoot you. You have a five and six chance of surviving. This is a stupid dare. Either do it, or I put all six bullets and then... <laughs> and then... You will have no chance at all. Our mystery drama, The Dare Club, was written especially for Doorway to Nightmare by Winslow Swan and edited by Crimson McKenzie. Our cast includes Robert Jackson, Crimson McKenzie, Raven Adams, and Ezra J.D. Emmons. It is sponsored in part by Swanage Press. I'll be back shortly with Act One. I dare you. Three small words that can cause not only emotional trouble, but physical as well. Spin the cylinder. Now slide the gun to me. Now I cock the gun and point it at your head. There. I did it. I'm in, right? <laughs> oh no, we simply had another bullet. That wasn't the dare. I guess the roles have changed. Daryl, stop it. Uh, come on, he's done the dare. Was anybody talking to you? He asked us to join our group. We didn't ask him. The heck with the group. I don't need this. Time for another bullet. Hey man, stop it. Yeah, Daryl, stop it. Randy's had enough. Shut up, Carl. Unless he... You want to play. Damn it, Carl, do something! That's enough, Daryl! Oh, just one more bullet. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Both of you can go and- Hey, buddy, come on. You did it! You're definitely in. <laughs> the look on your face when that blank cartridge went off was priceless! <laughs> 
you could have killed me. Nah, no way, man. We wouldn't kill off one of the best computer guys in the business, now would we? I heard that you two were pretty extreme, but I never dreamed that it would go that far. Come on, it's, it's just an initiation, that's all. You should have seen what this maniac put me through. Be glad he didn't do that to you. <laughs> well done. And I understand congratulations are in order. Excuse me, but this is a private table. Oh, and I would never presume to intrude. My name is Jessica. Brody. Uh, I'm Randy, and this is... A private party. Of course it is. Oh, by all means, join us. <laughs> I know you. I know all of you. Daryl Strickland... Millionaire several times over, close to joining the Billionaires Club with his business savvy. Carl Franklin, also a millionaire who seems to make money out of nothing. And now you have Randy Simmons, yet another millionaire. Now, what do you all have in common? I wonder. I'm sure that you're going to tell us. Ah, I've been watching you. All of you. For the past several months. Especially Daryl and Carl. You know, Randy, I think that you're the first person that has actually taken them up on their dare. I wonder why you are so special. Well, actually... Is it that you want, Miss <laughs> Brody? Aw, haven't you already guessed? I want to become a member of your little club. <laughs> It's by invitation only. And you weren't invited. Oh, yes. Here's my card. And here are a few facts that I found out about you two. Very naughty. <laughs> I'll be in the private room, expecting you in a few minutes. All right, we're here. Now, what do you want? I told you. I want to be a part of your little club. And you think that blackmail is the way to get in? I never said a word about blackmail. This file says otherwise. Gentlemen, gentlemen. I would never let something so trivial interfere with business. Just what is your business? <sighs> All right. Cards on the table? I have a startup that I would like to grow in a very short amount of time. What sort of business? I am looking for rather affluent people who are looking to secure their holdings and businesses. For a small fee, I can do that for <laughs> them. You are running protection. <laughs> oh, please! I don't have thugs running up and around the streets with ball bags trying to knock someone's knees out for $50 worth of protection. That went out with the Mafia, or whatever it was. No. I administer computer protection. Data protection. Identity protection. If you have a good program, then it should sell itself. Why do you need us? Simple. You have very influential friends. By joining your little club, I can be assured of acceptance into that world, yes? And what if they don't want your services. Oh, but they will. 
You see, I also have a wonderful team of computer hackers who can literally rain down hellfire and brimstone. By the time they have virtually destroyed someone, people are more than willing to secure my <laughs> services. Although the price would be doubled since I have to undo all the damage that was done. That you caused in the first place. Precisely. And what if we were to say no? Then my hackers would have no qualms in raining hellfire down on you. Accepting a dare is a rather childish way to show a person that you are not afraid of anything. The real hero knows when to walk away. Don't you walk away until I return with Act Two. Jessica Brody, entrepreneur and bully, has cornered Daryl, Carl, and Randy to let her be a part of the Dare Club, an exclusive members-only party. Okay, so you want to be a part of the club. Exactly! Daryl, what are you thinking? Well, Carl, we just initiated Randy here. Why not have someone else join our club? Now you're talking! Of course, you will have to take a dare. Uh, I believe we can skip that part. Oh, I see. You're all talk. Yeah, just like a, a, a bully. Watch your mouth. Or what? You're going to expose us? Don't you get it? We don't just make you do a dare. We videoed the entire thing and uploaded to our private channel so that everyone knows you are truly part of our club. Of course. Randy's video has already gone out. All of our friends, and there's a lot of them, have seen it. Are you kidding? Yep, you should see the comments, Randy. <laughs> oh boy, oh man, wow, you're definitely a star. I still don't think... Don't if you don't want to. I'm not gonna do some adult film with 20 other people. Nothing like that. We have plenty of those films from willing participants. All right. So what is my dare? Meet us back here tomorrow night at 8. I'm sure that we can come up with something. Ah, <laughs> oh, gentlemen. Right on time. Who's the ape? Steady Spencer. Spencer is, let us say, my insurance policy. D doesn't he talk? Does he have to? I see you can't even look him in the eye. Besides, what he lacks in voice... He sure does make up in pure brawn. He is rather large. Now, let us get down to business. So, boys, what is my dare? We figured that something simple should suffice. You mean... Don't you think that Miss Brody can handle that? I see you just had to bring your guard dog. Spencer is with me always. As I said, insurance. Well, you don't have to worry. Where are we going? You will see. And if at any time you want to back out, all you have to do is say so. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that I have faced 
Much worse. Cemetery? Scared already? Just tell me, what is this dare supposed to be? Like I said, very simple. Do you see that crypt over there? The big one, with the angel on top? What about it? That's your dare. You spend the night inside. All night. That's it? <laughs> That's it. We have a camera set up inside to monitor you. Now there are conditions. Which are? You can't leave before sunup. All night. Or nothing at all. And we will even let you take Spencer to keep you company. Yeah, if nothing else wants to. What does that mean? Well, the crypt is supposed to be haunted. Supposedly some kids tried to spend the night in it on a dare years ago. They didn't last an hour. I remember that story. There were three of them, right? All of them died within two days of entering the crypt. Right. And now their spirits haunt the crypt and warn people away. <laughs> Some things should never be laughed at. Fine! Come on, Spencer. Let's show these boys how it's done. about closing the door. That's part of the dare. I mean, we could leave you here. Then you could just walk out and tell us you spent the night in there. Yeah, there are blind spots that the camera won't catch. So we have to make sure. Don't worry. You see this hole in the door? Yes. The key to the door is hanging on a peg. All you have to do is stick your arm out, grab the key, unlock the door, and walk out. Of course, if you do it before sunrise, we will know. Oh, you're not going to be waiting outside? Are you kidding? I don't like being out here now. There's a sensor on the door over there. If you open it, it trips the sensor and we get a signal. After that, we come and get you. But you don't complete the dare. In other words, the video will go up as a fail. Then we kiss <laughs> all those potential clients goodbye. Fine. Let's get this over with. I remember as a child giving and receiving dares. It was a test of bravery, and in some cases, complete stupidity. As Jessica watches the heavy door close, she begins to wonder if this was really worth the risk. I'll be back with Act 3 shortly. Jessica Brody has taken on the dare of spending the night inside of a crypt. Her bodyguard, Spencer, has also been allowed to go with her. The boys are now sitting in a van just outside of the gates of the long-forgotten cemetery. Okay, Randy, did you set everything up? It's all ready. 
I was able to hide the speakers inside the walls. The sound effects I got from that movie studio filming in town. And the big effect? Mm Mm-hmm. I had the special effects guys come out and set it up earlier today. (laughs) Kind of cheesy, don't you think? Yeah, but I don't think Jessica will see it coming. Well, Spencer, let's get comfortable. Oh, stop flailing your hands about. You know I don't know sign language. It's just a stupid dare. Don't be scared. (laughs) Really? You're gonna have to do better than that. Spencer, calm down. They are trying to scare us. It's okay. Wow, great sound effect. (laughs) I think the haunted mansion at Disney is scarier. Spencer, will you stop it? What are you staring at? The coffin? There isn't anything wrong with... With... What the hell? Spencer, what's the matter? Spencer! What is it? We have a medical emergency. Let us out. Let us out. Will you guys cut the crap? Something's wrong with Spencer. Want to get my hands on you? Spencer. Spencer. Oh, God. You're not breathing, are you? Spencer. I don't know what to do. we going? As far away from here as we can. You think she realized what happened? By now, don't know. She, she, she can get out, can't she? I mean, that is the right key. How should I know? It was a key I found lying around the house. Wait, what? Carl, she was trying to muscle in on our deal. Maybe her computer program was better than ours. Who knows? We couldn't have some bully taking over our business. Besides, we have worked too long and too hard gathering our clients. Even the ones who initially said no, until we hit them with that virus. Then they easily said yes to our system. So, what did we just do? Once I close that crypt door, it will never be open again. Since no one comes out here, who's going to find her? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Carl. Don't look so green. Of course she can get out, if she wants to. So it is the right key. 
No, I told you. It's just one that I found. Then how was she supposed to get out? All she has to do is open the door. It's a crib door. Who puts a lock on a crib door? Jessica Brody was never heard from again. It was the general belief that she had married Spencer, her bodyguard, and they were living somewhere far, far away. You don't go far away, as I'll be back shortly. Some people take on a dare to prove how brave they can be, putting themselves at risk and sometimes others in harm's way. I personally know my worth and have never had to prove it to others. Our cast included Robert Jackson, Crimson McKenzie, Raven Adams, and Ezra J.D. Emmons. The story was edited by Crimson McKenzie and the entire production was under the direction of Winslow Swan. And now, a preview of our next tale. And this is why you called me up here? I know, I know, it sounds fantastic, Leo. But the math doesn't lie. I've checked the figures over and over again. Look, Pamela, you are one of the brightest and most brilliant astronomers that I know of. You actually believe that this meteor is heading towards the Earth? It's not a question of, is it heading towards us? The question is, what is it? I don't understand. That's why I called you, Leo. I don't think it's a meteor at all. Then, what is it? Something much, much worse. Doorway to Nightmare is brought to you in part by Swanage Press. This is your host inviting you to return with us through the doorway to nightmare for another adventure into the world of your terrifying imagination. Until next time, slumber peacefully. Epilogue. The butler did it. <laughs> <laughs>